All is not well in the corporate world. Contrary to some opinions, people do not just job hop for the fun of it or because they're irresponsible. Stress is up, morale is down. If you follow the trail backwards, it often leads to management's door. We have lost our way as leaders in the workplace. As we make our way through the 21st century, it is apparent that the ability to effectively manage people is quietly diminishing. A recent study by LinkedIn shows that on average, college-educated millennials will change job four times in the first 10 years of their professional career. Now, you do the math. That's a job change every two and a half years, right? Like hardly enough time to get your feet wet, as they say. And according to Forbes, the top reasons that people leave a job all involve the boss. <laughs> That's right, you. You as a leader may be the number one reason people leave. And that's, that's what today's episode's all about. I had a listener submit an anonymous confession to me with an audio recording of a phone call that she had with her boss. So let me put some context here. A store manager has left. They have filled a role. But there was probably about, I don't know, two, two and a half months of uh, vacancy there. And while the vacancy was happening, other leaders have stepped up in the store to make that store successful until they found another leader. Pretty typical, right? Except this new store leader that comes in has absolutely no idea what she's doing on a computer, how to work a mouse, a simple internet search bar, which you'll hear in the recording. And as it's explained to the higher ups, like, hey, I'm trying to help this person. This person's getting increasingly frustrated and causing tension in the workplace. And can you only imagine what her position is in this role? The leader, the boss, the one we were just talking about. It absolutely baffles me that this is allowed in this culture, that we allow these people to come in here and tell us what to do when they don't have a damn clue what's going on, right? So the recording you're about to hear was consented by the parties involved, and it really outlines how situations are handled these days. Take a listen. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Going good, how are you? Hey, okay, are you where we can have a conversation? Yeah, I'm in the back room. Okay. Um, trying to dig in and find out what's going on with you. Um, I, the, the response is that once he's reaching out to get help from you, we need to curb that and be supportive and understanding and realize that everybody learns differently. Everybody learns at a different rate. Um, and before we have this conversation, is there any way that we can get, uh, I don't know, maybe on the phone or somebody? So that way it's three people talking instead of just us two. She's in training right now. Why are you apprehensive about having a conversation? Um, because, well, I feel like some of the stuff that happened yesterday sort of got twisted. And talk to me about it. Tell me what, what what happened. Well, that's the thing. Like when we start talking, like you didn't ask me my side of the story. You just pretty much just assume that I'm not trying to help when I am. And <clears throat> yesterday she got offended by something that I said, and 
she pulled me to the back room after she talked to you and uh-huh. pretty much came at me on how I was disrespectful and I said something and then I was like, no, that's not what I said. And then she said something along the lines where I don't care what you said, what matters is how I interpreted it. And I was like, I don't, I didn't say it that way. This is what I meant. And then it just turned into a very aggressive, like, conversation and slammed the back door to the back room two, three times yesterday to the point that one time that she's, and the store was full of people at this point. And I just don't feel comfortable having this conversation right now without somebody because you've already gotten her side of the story. And like I would have appreciated if you came and like kind of asked me what happened. But instead, you're assuming right. that I wasn't That's helping her. So what I'm trying to do is find out what happened. I'm trying to share with you what what was what was given to me and find out what happened in your eyes. So that I can kind of get to the bottom of things and we can get things on track. So I know yesterday she needed help with something. Was it the, um, so how did the conversation go? Tell me your version. She asked me, I explained it. This is back when it started because it started like the attitude started from way earlier than me telling her like we've done this multiple times and I didn't say it like that either okay so in the beginning I told her it's very important that if we're gonna do while we're open because most of the time it's better to do it before or after opening the store if we're doing the while open we need to pay attention to the stuff that's being sold and then she went something along the lines of she said, how am I supposed to do this alone? They told me not to worry about hiring an assistant and just hire key, uh, key holders. And then I said, I understand your frustration because I went through a while where it was just me and doing all that stuff. And for a while, for the beginning, I didn't have access to it. And she's like, well, I don't know what, the, what they expect from me. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, work my life away for this job and this and that. And then, I, and then I said, well, we can just learn how to do it. And then you'll be fine. You shouldn't need an assistant manager. Okay, so she went on. The, that was the first time that she was like, I just know I just can't do this. And then she went to the back room, slammed the back door, and stayed out back here for five minutes. So then um, I was at the front. I was at the front with the person on the floor. Well, then she comes back and she's like trying to do it on the. When I when she she went to the computer, she was trying to get to the email to get to the so that we could download it. So I had shown her that every time, which is something very helpful, every time some uh, sends on her email, there's like a copy and paste thing that tells you step one, do this, step two, do this. So I show her that, I, she downloaded the thing to the, to the computer and then she grabs the tablet and she says, well, how do I open it now? And I asked her, did you download it to the tablet? And she said, no, I downloaded it to the computer. And then I said, 
well, you need to download it on the tablet. And then she got frustrated because she didn't know how to download it to the tablet. And if she downloaded it in the computer, why is it not on the tablet? So I explained to her that they're two separate devices, that they're not linked. They don't talk to each other. So just because we downloaded it into the computer, it doesn't mean that it's on the tablet. We need to download it on the tablet. This was, this is a second interaction. This is a second time that I'm trying to explain to her the store is full at this time. is on the register. She's trying to do the and I'm trying to talk to people and help people out. Okay. I, I show her on the tablet. I tell her, here it is. Just download it here. And then, you know, I stepped away in the sense, like, figure out, like, do it, download it, and then I'll tell you the next step. She knows how to download stuff. So I walked away. Okay. And then she started doing them. And, of course, you know, she's only been here a month. She doesn't know all the products and all the stuff. Just by reading the description, she doesn't know what it is. So I told her, you can go to the website and find the SKU so that you can see what it is, see the actual picture of it. Well, how do I go for the website? Okay, so I told her, I was like, you know that little bar at the top where you write Gmail and press enter to go to the, to the email? That same bar, you write and the website pops up. Okay, I'm standing next to her on the computer. I see her type and I said, there it is. And then I walked away to keep helping people. It's supposed to be, yeah. it's supposed to be a day where we stock stuff to get ready for truck and we didn't get to stock anything. I see her write and then on the bar, do you know what bar I'm talking about? Yeah, the search bar. Right, on the search bar. On the search bar. And I said, there it is. And when I say there it is, I walk away. Somehow, she ends up on workplace. She gets frustrated because she can't find the website. She doesn't know where to write the SKU. I'm over there helping somebody else. And then she starts next to me. And then she pulls me aside. And when she pulls me aside and tells me, um, I'm going to need to talk to you. I need you to stay beside me for the entire process until I figure it out and stay with me. And then I was, that's, that's when I said, I was like, it's the same, it's the same process. We've done this multiple times and you did it with Adam when she came and she was like, I can't do this. And then she walked down to the back, slammed the back door and stayed back here for five minutes. And then she came out. She came out, and then she tells you do it. And I was like, all right. I got it done. I did the pound. She, she went out. I guess that's the point that she was talking to you and all that. And then she came back. She asked me, um, did you do it? I told her, yes, I did it. It was about 4.33 or something, 35, because I remember we were waiting for her to come in. She came in yesterday, late. Um, and then she's, she says... Uh, I'm going to need to talk to you in the back room. And I was like, okay. Well, then she pulls me to the back room and she's like, I don't appreciate your attitude. You need to, um, you need to respect the way that I learn. You need to, uh, be with me or whatever. And I, and I told her in the middle of the conversation, which was a very heated conversation for my liking. And... I pretty much had to like try to get a word in because she was pretty much just yelling at me. I got, I, I'm telling you, I've never been this mad to anybody that's not my husband. <laughs> like, <laughs> my husband Sorry. is the only one who can push that button. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> um, and I tried, like, I started the same sentence, like, five times trying to get a word in. And I told her, I was like, I'm trying to help you. I give you the answer. It was right there. I saw it. All you had to do was press enter to go to the website. And then I'm trying to help you by telling you the answer and letting you perform the action. So that way, next week, when I'm not here, you can get it done. We have that paper that tells you step by step, step how to get it done. All we have to do is read it. And I help you by telling you, go to this, go to that. But if I like, this is what I was trying to say. I, I wasn't like, this is what I was trying to say to her. I wasn't really able to get words out. But if I tell you, if I do it for you, tell you exactly what to do, baby steps every time for next week, you're not going to know it. This should be the week where you are sort of doing things on your own and coming to me for a little help. So that way next week when you don't have an assistant manager, all your key holders are new and you're the only one here, you can do it because it's stuff that needs to be done. And I, I wasn't able to get any of that out. The conversation got stuck in the fact that she was saying... I don't appreciate your intentions. You're very disrespectful. You need to learn to respect me and respect the way that I learn. And and then she said something along the lines. You told me that we've done this a thousand times and I don't appreciate you calling me stupid. And then I told her that's not what I said. And my intention was not that. My intention was to tell you, give you confidence, tell you that you have this so that way You can take the first steps on your own, and if you get stuck, I can help you. But And then she started saying, well, I don't care what your intention was. That's not the way it was read. And then I was mad at that point, and then that said something along the lines of, it's not my fault that you take it that way. Like, that's not my responsibility. It wasn't my intention to be that way. And then she kept saying, I don't care what your intention was. That's not what it is, and this conversation is getting nowhere. And I was like, well... It clearly not getting nowhere because you can never start a conversation with attitude and angry at somebody and expect a positive result. You can't come at me like that and expect a positive result. I I haven't even been able to get a sentence out. Okay, the back door of the store, like outside the back door. No, the back the back door of the back room. She went out to the store. She slammed that back door and fell off the wall. Okay. Um. Well, there's a couple things during our conversation that I can tell you I would probably have handled a little bit differently. When she physically stated to you that she needed you to stay there and walk her through what she was trying to do, I would have dropped everything I was doing and done that for her so that she could physically see exactly what was taking place. If she's feeling not confident in something and looking to you for guidance and support. I want you to be able to give that to her and so, help whatever she question. needs. So, question. Yeah. This entire time, we've always been like trained and, and taught through the process that the customer comes first. That it doesn't matter if you are counting down a register And if anybody, everybody else is busy, you stop what you're doing and you take care of the customer or the guests. Right, but 
Robinson was there too, correct? Robinson was on register. And it wasn't, I'm telling you, it was a busy day. Any other day, I totally understand and I would have done that. But he just learned, he just learned register. So I am trying to help, help. And every time a window that he doesn't know comes up, like he didn't know how to apply the promos. He didn't know how to do all that. And trying to, on top of that, answer questions, get stuff, like get the... Uh, like shirts and dresses that are high for the customers and organize stuff too because like there was a lot going on any other day I totally agree with you I would have dropped everything and help her but at that moment my priority was the guests okay I understand that completely but how could you have reacted to her question differently rather than walking away well, a comment you could have made to her is, hey, Pam, I understand your frustration with this, and I really want to help you understand how to do this. However, right now, we're really super busy, so can you give me a little bit of time until the store clears out a little so I have you have my undivided attention? Yeah. Something like that. Because, and, and however, whatever was said to Pam during this interaction, however she perceived it, is the way that she felt about the situation. And we always have to be very um, aware of intent versus impact with how we communicate with everybody. When I tell you that nobody has made me that mad, I, I mean it in the sense that she was saying, like, it's your responsibility and it's your fault and I don't care what you're saying right now. If you, if I interpret it that way, it's still on you. I mean, come on. If anybody talks to you like that, you're going to want to de-escalate the situation. You're going to want to tell them, hey, I understand. I understand. Now, let's look at the other side. Meaning, like, I did not mean it that way. This is me trying to apologize. And she just kept coming at me. Like, what am I supposed to do, you know? Yeah, elevated conversation. Right. And, and oh. I, I mean, even... Okay. So I think there's um, some opportunity that both of you could have addressed the situation 100% differently. I'm. Uh-huh. She's still at the point where, like, she doesn't know where to find the reports. She doesn't know how to find... She doesn't know how to do... But, like, the system stuff, she doesn't know it. And, and tomorrow's my last day, and I'm worried. She did that stuff. She did this stuff, too. Back when, last week, we were trying to do, trying to explain to her, because I told her, I was like, I only did it once, and me with it. You might want to call to see what, because I, you know, I don't remember that stuff. It's not. So she called and try to explain to her how to download the stuff from the email to save it to the desktop how to name it so that she could find it later and there's step by step with that too and i told her you know next monday i'd help her with that so right so um and uh-huh. all of a sudden uh says oh i can't do this i'm really frustrated and hands me the phone goes to the back room and slams the back door that made her feel um unconfident um in incapable it was demeaning to her and that's how she took it and quite honestly i would take it the same way so so i i need different wording and i shown her where the 
the step by step she is at. I also,、uh-huh. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that file that I made on my own and then you told us to stop using that and we deleted it?、Uh, yeah, because it's not company. Right.、Uh, Autumn printed the first pages of that were when I was trying to figure stuff out. I wrote, like, in very simple wording, a step by step process to all this, which I'm showing her too. And you had the company step by step process. Like, I wrote down all of that down to what button to press.、Uh-huh. And we have all these tools at our disposal, plus me that I've done it, and I'm here to answer the questions, and she still gets frustrated and. And always is the same process. She like run like not runs, but you know walks fast to the back room and then slams the back door. Okay.、Um, well, I'm gonna work with her as much as I can over the phone and hopping on the computer system to help her walk through those things. But、um, if she does ask for help, I want you to be able to help her when you can、um, mm-hmm. and explain to her. You know, can you give me 15 minutes? I, I want to clear the store out a little bit. We're busy with customers. Sales are really important, that kind of thing.、Um, and, and choose your wording carefully so that it, it doesn't make her feel belittled, I guess is the best way to put it. For well, put yourself in her shoes too with a different way and a different style of learning. And how would you want someone to react to you asking for help? Um, I mean, you, you've called me multiple times. You've、yeah. called John multiple times. I don't think anyone has ever shut you down. No, exactly. Is trying to get you trained and feeling comfortable and confident.、Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what I perceive feeling just shut down and kind of on her own. And the two of you should be working side by side. Right now, to get the store to the level that we need it to be at and help her with her continued growth. So, you know, choosing words carefully, being respectful of different learning styles, not getting frustrated that it takes a little bit longer for her to understand. Coming in from the outside is a true challenge、mm-hmm. with all the different programs that we have right now, and keeping those all straight takes time. So, it, it can be overwhelming, it can be frustrating, and it can be very、um, confidence destroying when, you, when you're not able to pick that up. Hey, Bobby. Yeah? Hey, hold on one second. I'm sorry if you felt、um, attacked when I first called you. I did not intend that. <laughs> My intention was to have a civil conversation with you. Can I make a joke? Or, so, I apologize. Yes, you can. Well, it doesn't matter how you intend it, it matters how I felt. I'm just kidding. And you are completely 100% correct in that statement. I'm kidding. I'm giving you an apology. In that very long phone call you just heard, which was cut up, it was a lot longer than what it was, but I just wanted to leave the pertinent information in there. There was the accusal, there was the dodging of the questions, there was the, this is your fault, that there was no room. And this is my opinion based on what I just heard. There's absolutely no room that the store manager could be wrong in this situation. And that is so frustrating. It's outrageously frustrating that this poor worker is just trying to explain to the district manager, like, this is what I'm dealing with in this store leader. And the district manager is not having any of it. You should have talked to her this way. You should have said it this way. 
let's be real for a second here. When that store is busy in, in any capacity, wherever you work, store, restaurant, we don't have time to go, hey, hey guys, wait, I, you know, I would love to help you right now. <laughs> I, you know, give me about 15 minutes when we clear out and I'll be happy to help you with that. That's bullshit and we all know it. Same thing with the store leaders. I have been a manager for many, many years. I sometimes like, whoa, wait a minute, I, I will be right with you. Yes, that makes people feel like, you know, oh, you know, oh my God, like he didn't want anything to do with me. But at the same time, they see with their own eyes that they're busy. It's not my fault, nor is it that person's fault that they interpreted the feelings that way. That's you and the perception of the conversation. I completely disagree. If you see that I'm busy, then you know that I'm busy. I'm not on the phone with you putting you on hold. I'm not on a call with you, like a video call and walking away. You're with me in person. You see what I'm seeing. We got a, a new person on the register over here. And we got a store manager who has absolutely no idea what they're doing. And okay, let's give her a little credit. Maybe, you know, she's never worked with this system before. That happens. And yes, it does take some time. But again, as a people person, as a people leader, customers, they come first. This is not rocket science. Elton Mayo taught us long ago that it really is all about being human, respected, and a part of a team. In short, as a leader, you have to care. You have to care both about the individual as a human being, about the task. However, however, a note of caution is in order here, okay? One thing that we humans are very good at is being able to ferret out our insecurity. We are great at ferreting out our insecurity. The lesson is that you either sincerely care or you just don't. There's, there's no in-between with this. But don't fake it though. More damage will be done by pretending to care about the individual than if you ever attempted to demonstrate a caring attitude. Success in any organization is driven by the people that work there. So, as a leader, your mission is to remember that these are individual human beings that are all different and therefore should be treated as such.